0: Ladies and gentlemen, people own properties at the moment and they can't get out to get into something else for a couple of reasons. So we're talking about this morning, owning property, wanting to sell it, but you just can't. Let's talk about it now. Stay tuned.
1: Interesting. Good
0: morning. Good morning, Mr. Silich. How are you today? I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, man. Good, good. Uh, What do you reckon? Very interesting topic. And I think it's something that's a little bit maybe taboo that's not being talked about at the moment. It's almost swept a little bit under the rug.
0: So you own an investment property or you own a property and you would love to either upgrade the property, go to something bigger, go to something different, but you're actually stuck, and you're stuck because when you go to the bank and when you go to get a loan, you get a bit shocked because the last 5, 10, 15, 25 years, a lot of the clients I'm talking with, they've just gotten loans easy because they've got assets, other assets, but suddenly, suddenly they roll up to the bank and they're actually frozen into the properties they've got. They're forced to love the one they're with.
1: Mm. It's interesting because obviously being a younger demographic myself, I've only seen the landscape for let's say the past seven, eight years. But like you said then and speaking to like yourself and other people that are middle-aged in terms of had that more experience 20 years plus with it, It sounds like previously when you're going to buy a property and let's say you've got one or two investment properties or more, if you had the equity behind you, it sounds like you were going to get the loan. They weren't as worried about cash flows. Do you have physically the money behind you?
0: Well, now there's this responsible lending that um, since the Royal Commission's been introduced, so what was actually happening is people would banks and lending institutions would recognize if you had assets and they said you know what if you're willing to make a make a bid if you're willing to take the risk we will take the risk for you irrelevant to you not having the strongest income we can see you've got a million dollars in that property equity or two million dollars in that property equity we will lend you a further million dollars even if your income's not that good Mm -hmm. those days are over and that's really changed that landscape
1: really interesting considering so before they were willing to take almost the punt on you because they're like worst case scenario we've got the property security and we can always sell it to get our money back and now it's that landscape's changed where like you said they're more reliant on income however and actually luke made a good point there raise the rents and buy 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 but what we're finding is incomes haven't gone up a whole lot over the past few years um and so obviously property prices have gone up a lot so i think it's really stems people's borrowing capacity in terms of what they can do and there are ways around it such as putting up your rent and so forth but it's it's something that you've just got to be very very aware of now when you're in that landscape of looking to buy or trade your property
0: and look it's so chronic rents aren't going to help um Rents aren't going to help some of these landlords, uh, and you know what? It's actually embarrassing for these for these guys as well. And some people would say, "Look, boo-hoo, like you know, bad luck, uh, sucked in, you know, stay, you know, stay with the property that you've got." Um, but this was um, this activity or, or this um, this way of life that these these um, that people had was they just got really used to it that. You know, as long as they made um, money with equity, then that could, that could propel them into the next property. Whereas mm. now, it doesn't matter how much money you've made with equity, it's not going to propel you into the next property. Furthermore, if you did make money with equity and you did sell that property, sometimes the banks are, not, are, are saying, yeah, that's great, but what about the year prior? So we can see that you've made the income that year because you've disposed of a property, but yeah, it hasn't been two or three years of selling properties and that's your fixed income. It's yeah. really, really changed for
1: people. And I think even people upgrading their houses, Michael. Well, and also just back to the point with the investments as well, I think another part of the landscape which people fail to see also sometimes is when you're restricting all this lending, like you said, no, no one's crying for the, the big fat rich investor. But by the same token, when you don't have people being able to purchase investment properties, and this is not someone necessarily with a large portfolio of properties. This it just might be like a lot of investment properties in Australia owned by mum and dads who have their family home and they got one investment property. They're far from the richest people in the world, but that's as part of yeah. their next deck for their kids for themselves. But when you limit people with that as well, it has a fallen effect to rents. Because what we're finding right now is no one's, buy, there's not many investors in the market buying And from one speaking to our rentals team right now we have the lowest amount of stock in the market we've ever seen for rents in terms of properties up for rent and the reason why is i think a large part of it is it's not being stimulated from the investor market people buying new investments new new properties coming up for rent people just aren't doing it at the moment so there's barely a lot less investors out in the market aka a lot of less rental properties out there which i think is going to further drive up rents as well so when people say oh we we don't care about the, the big that investor well it does actually affect everyone because a lot of people paying their rents funnily enough this will have a flow on effect and i think it's actually going to push rents up quite a bit also
0: well that's right i guess it comes down to affordable housing and if you're not supplying Mm. affordable housing um then that's really putting a a pressure on um on, on on the um on, on on certain brackets of the market so you need a certain amount of investment properties to be available to be for rent for those guys that are out there like and, and just to reiterate i like into we you know we've been um, the novak branded business for 20 years uh, has mm-hmm. been doing rentals we actually manage more properties than we ever have ever mm-hmm. and we actually have the lowest amount of properties for lease ever so, you know, I think, uh, you know, people are literally just staying within, you know, within that property. So, Michael, a, a working example of this, um, what would be the solution do you think to, um, if, if if the big four banks are, um, are going to turn around and, and and lending's going to tighten. Lending's tightened, one, because of the Royal Commission. Lending's tightened, two, because of um, the interest rate. The rate of assessment has changed for a purchaser to buy something um, because the interest rate thresholds are higher now. Is there any reprieval solution to this, or what can people actually do? Because, you know, you know go out and get another job, get a third job, change your job. Like, what do you do? um yeah. if you want to keep if you want to keep up on this investment cycle um you know Rick, because it seems like these these guys that are that are um that are missing out on, on on buying a property it's by a long shot it's not just by putting rents up or a good or a five percent yield or a seven percent yield on the property it's by a long shot that they're not being
1: able to buy what do people do great question if there was one simple answer then i think there would be a lot of people making a lot of money there might be but I it stems back to one thing, cash flow. So Luke says, What what do you do? Have patience. Exactly. You've got to sit where you are at the so moment I love have that. It. it's true, property is the long term game. You gotta ride out the way yeah. through the good times and the bad times. But yeah. I think at the moment the bottom line is, and you can spell it out a couple of different ways, but it's cash flow. If you have cash flow, you can do what you need to do. If you do not have the adequate cash flow, you cannot do what you need to do. So working backwards from that, like you said, doesn't mean, A, you go get another job. Doesn't mean, B, you work with your property manager and go, okay, are all my rents at market rent at the moment? Are there expenses that I'm unnecessarily spending on? You literally gotta, I guess, run everything out on the spreadsheet, work out where all the money is coming in, where it's all going out, and really fine tune that and then the second part of it is you've got to factor this into the properties that you're buying. So traditionally, maybe someone who was doing quite well buying investment houses around the northern beaches going, look, the yield's pretty bad, um, but, in, but it's fine because obviously houses have been performed very strongly with capital growth, so we're going to keep buying houses, make a lot of money that way. At the moment, with all the land tax you're paying with higher interest rates, the cash flow's not there, the bank might let might not lend it to you change your investment strategy you might go for maybe one bedroom apartments with a much higher yield a much higher cash flow that allows you to be able to service that loan and still buy the property i think you've got to pivot you've got to be you've got to be a cash flow porn star you've got to pivot your strategy i think
0: you've got to be a cash flow porn star because equity is um no good uh everyone's got equity at the moment built into their property been a wonderful property market. It's been a good 10 years. Um, the, over the last 10 years, everyone's built equity in. But if you haven't built in the ma- the big message out of today is if you haven't built in cash flow um, into that same model, which is your model, um, you're simply not going to be able to continue that path of um, upgrading your properties, whether they're investment or whether they're living. You you know, you will you will choke because of cash flow. And Michael, um a really uncomfortable topic Mm. which this is for some people around the barbecue they're not going to talk with friends or family about it it's open banking
1: do Mm. you want to explain that so my understanding of open banking is previously when you go to get a loan you go through your broker they cash flow points (laughs) luke's comment there um so previously, when you go to get a loan, you go through a broker, they give, you give them all your financial information and then they go forward to the bank and they put forward the best application possible to try and um, obviously get with you the loan for as much as possible, for as cheap as possible. Now with open banking, there's no more hiding behind closed doors with your applications. Everyone can see all of your financial information between all the banks, which once again means that people, I think, have been held back even more in terms of what they can loan and it's not a bad thing like i think it's good that all the information's out there and people are going to now live within their means and they're not going to borrow money they shouldn't be allowed to borrow but it's something to be aware of because the bottom line is chances are now you're going to be able to borrow less than what you can before because all your financial information's out there for the banks to see in terms of credit cards this that loans debts everything
0: and that's i i think it's that's a it's a double ganger it's, it's twice it's twice as hard because that that lending side of things that cash flow sort of things is um from the royal commission tightened up but that, that's on the left side but then on the right side where people um the honesty system of lending is the transparency between a lender and a customer um is huge so you can just see sh- the banks have razor, razor sharp vision on their customers now, which they never, ever had before. Quite simple. You could say, I don't have a credit card. And they, the bank would say, OK, they cannot do that anymore. Credit cards will smash your lending. And as soon as they do with open banking, as soon as you make the application, it is visible which credit cards you have and how much you have outstanding on them in terms of in terms of credit available. Um, loans are the same thing. Believe it or not, I remember starting in real estate, and and I remember someone I used to work with never used to tell the bank they had any loans. Wow! Right? <laughs> no loans. Open banking you cannot do that the, the you know cra first the credit reference australia started where they started registering loans if you mm-hmm. applied that was huge that started what 15 odd years ago 20 odd years ago and now on top of that open banking started so it's changed uh, you know the, the, the lending has changed the coalface. face i will go as far to say that it's not about property anymore it's about finance. It yeah. used to be about property. It used to be about leveraging that property, leveraging that rent, buying that next property. The deal the deal, and the catalyst is now finance for people because the degree of, of, of difficulty to purchase a property, all of the difficulty sits in lending. It doesn't sit in what am I going to buy and what am I going to sell or what am I going to rent any longer. That's off the table.
1: Yeah yeah i agree and bear in mind everyone as well this is not just um a uniform just for only big big investors with multiple properties this affects everyone so this is if you're living in your family home and you want to upsize your home the, the principles still apply, the same principles apply um you want to buy your first investment property you want to buy your first property all these principles apply to everyone yeah the art of real estate is finance mm. yeah
0: at it's the moment changed. And, and i and i and Michael, I don't think that's going to, I don't think it's going to change. There's going to be much, much relief. Um, any, any like these changes were a long time coming. Changes. So Correct. to go the other way, to go the other way,
1: it's going to be no. a long time coming. I, I think this is the landscape for the foreseeable future. And once again, it's not all doom and gloom with it. It's just understanding like what we've unpacked today, understanding what the landscape is, so you can best use it to your your advantage in your situation. The more you understand the more uh, decisions you can make. And you're not alone. Yeah. Everyone is going everyone is going
0: through this. So I think I, I know I've certainly spoke to a couple of um, a couple of people, older people, they just have a sore head and they feel like a leper that the banks won't touch them. Mm. And it's like, no no no, it's cool. It's happening to everyone. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So I think it's interesting talking about it on air today because It's not a comfortable topic we want to we want to we want to show we want to surface
1: at a barbecue do you know what i mean like well you said it before it is a pride thing as well like someone that maybe has done quite well well financially over the years and has all yeah yeah, been in a strong position then you're not going to go tell your friends at barbecue. oh you know i've owned all these properties yet no one's giving me a loan at the moment they go oh something must be wrong something must be wrong with your situation so it is an uncomfortable topic
0: where well, you, it never used to. It never used to be a topic. You used to have to have because you could, if you had the asset, which everyone does. You know, off you go to the next one. You can, you can borrow on that. So yeah. the world's changed.
1: Michael, have That's a great day. Thank you. Interesting topic today. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go though. Well, at least got to say something.
1: Get a great broker. We work with the best. Yeah. it's true. We do have some great brokers
0: great broker makes such a difference great lawyer such a difference great agent such a difference so interesting legend have a, have a good day much. and uh go get him hopefully the sun's gonna come out thanks mark cheers see you, mate bye